0: play now put me in the game now i came here to prove it i'm ready to do it i can't be afraid now put me on the stage now i'm ready to rage now i feel like an animal stuck in a cage and i'm ready to break out huh.
1: bonjour everybody. how are you and welcome to the very first lockdown live I'm going to be coming in your face and ears for the next month or so, every single morning at 8.30. This is probably the worst sound that you can start your day with, but it just shows how excited I am. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got so many awesome things lined up over the month. I've got guest interviews, I've got knowledge bombs, I've got lots of things to be bringing you throughout the next 45 minutes, every single morning, during the lockdown. I decided to start a day early, because I know the lockdown in the UK isn't gonna be starting until tomorrow. So I wanted to kick off with this initial show, and just let you know that I've got big lineups of people, Um, I'm speaking to lots of people, so we're gonna have um, some special guests next week. I'm gonna be doing it on the weekends as well, and I'm committing to do it every single morning for at least 45 minutes. Some of them might be a little bit longer, but if you don't manage to catch a video, you can watch it back, and I will be extracting this audio and putting it on my Mindset With Muscle podcast. And that's what I mean when I say I'm gonna be coming in your face and coming in your ears, because if you do miss out on this show, You can watch it back, or sorry, watch it back. You can't watch podcasts, Jamie. You can't watch podcasts. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't. Um, What you can do, however, is listen to podcasts. So what have we got lined up for you this morning? Well, I'm going to be sharing some of my favourite memes because memes make the world go round. I'm actually going to be giving you 10 tips, 10 tips on how to survive lockdown 2.0. I don't actually know if it's called lockdown 2.0, but that is how that is exactly what I'm gonna uh, be calling it. So I'm gonna be dropping some massive knowledge bombs to you over the next 45 minutes. But, ladies and gents, do you know what I think we should do? I think we should have a look at some memes, don't you? I think memes make the world go round. So I always get presented with lots of memes, I always get sent memes, I'm sure you see lots of memes. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd share with you three of my top memes that I have been sent this week. Sound good? course it sounds good. Right, let's get the first one up. I can't actually <laughs> get the first one up. Having these sunglasses and I can't actually see the screen, so um where are we? This one. I love this one. So this one is, when the ride isn't even over yet and you already want to speak to the manager. Nice one, Karen. Even on a roller coaster, you asked to see... The uh, the manager. So I loved that meme. That is up there with um, one of the best ones I've been sent. Bit of a Halloween one for you this morning. If you put, did you know this? This is a strange but true fact. If you put wo- uh, women's hair on Mike Myers, you get Mariah Carey. Now it is November, ladies and gents, and I have already heard I don't want a lot for Christmas twice. Twice, it's November. Okay, I get really Christmassy in the lead up to the Santa Shred because it's in October, but as soon as the Santa Shred is over, I go back to a bar humbug until the 1st of December. I do not want to hear, I don't, well, no, don't even put the seed in people's heads, Jamie. No, 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 it's not going to happen, okay. So that is number two. I have to actually lift my head up because I can't bloody see. And uh, I I really laughed at this one. It's based on yesterday. Oh boy! Only three more shopping days until Christmas. It's actually even funnier now because there's only two days. There's only one day I think. You've got today to get your Christmas shopping in or it's Jeff Bezos, you'll be giving him a call and it will have to all be done on Amazon. That is where I do all my shopping anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So that is my top three memes for (laughs) today. And I do have a video, this video is hilarious. This video explains what's wrong with the world, especially during this lockdown period. I'm getting big feelings of deja vu from this lockdown, I am, because it feels exactly the same. People are doing the exact same things as last lockdown, doing the same negative patterns. Fucking stop it, okay? This is it. This this meme did make me laugh. It's the final meme, and then I get to take my sunglasses off. So I
0: was scrolling down my Facebook timeline, man, yeah. and it said snakes have legs. No. Yeah.
1: I gotta go tell everybody. Yeah,
0: you you go tell everybody, man, because it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa, are you a snake? Yeah, man, I'm a snake. I heard that you have legs, man. That's some dumb shit. Uh, did you get this information from a reputable news source? Uh, yes, it was called the Daily Testicle. The Daily Testicle. Yes. You believe something from the Daily Testicle. I did. And you think this is true because... I read it on the you internet. You read it on the internet, right. Yes. Uh, you should stop that forever. Stop the internet? No, just stop being dumb on the internet. Uh-huh. The internet is an amazing tool that can be used for amazing things, uh-huh. but you should stop being an idiot. On it.
1: Fun friend.
0: Snakes have legs.
1: <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, so that is the problem with the internet. People believe everything that they read. And even worse than a lockdown period, you're going to have conspiracy theories. You're going to have the 5G people come back going, let's burn down the 5G things. <laughs> it's all a conspiracy. The government are trying to control us. <laughs> no as much as the government mess up and everyone messes up everyone makes mistakes no one can do the no one can predict the future no one predicted that 2020 I would be getting a text from the NHS saying you have to self-isolate you're not allowed to go outside or you can get fined really it's 2020 Jesus Christ no one anticipated this and a lot of people like to have this conspiracy theories and all of this because and I will tell you why because it's going to be about how to survive lockdown 2.0 it's the need for certainty when you have too much uncertainty in your life you need to throw out the conspiracy theories because it makes you feel better it's not my fault it's somebody else's therefore I feel better no it's not your fault but it's your responsibility it's your responsibility to improvise adapt and overcome. I didn't know Sunday evening that I wasn't allowed out of my house. I did know that I can't control that, but what I did do is I got my light, I got my camera, I got my laptop, and I decided, right, I'm going to do a lockdown live. I'm going to go live every single day in the morning to try and help others feel better, plus stop me from getting so bloody bored. So ladies and gents, you have got me for the next month or so every single morning. Now, I don't have many sponsors, okay? I and I don't have actually any sponsors for lockdown live yet. But and this is a big but, I did do a great Halloween video for Muscle Food, um, and it was just talking about the convenience of their prep pops. Now, I have been sponsored muscle food for the last six years. I've been using muscle food for the last six years and I love the guys there. I do lots of collaborations with them. I always promote them because I've been eating their food for the last six years. But every Halloween, I like to do a little special video and you might not have seen it because I only posted it on Instagram and you're watching it here on Facebook. So I'm going to show it you right now. So if you didn't see that, you have seen it now, and I did enjoy that. I did enjoy making that. I had to get Eliza to throw um, the doll at me, and, and it was quite late at night. Um, I, was it quite late? Quite late at night. Yeah, it was, and it took me a good hour to do. But I do enjoy my video editing as you probably know. And I do enjoy my live streams. One of the main reasons with these live streams, apart from being bored, is to beat on my craft. Okay. I wanna I do want to have my own show, but then you know, wait, rather than waiting for somebody else to go, oh, we're going to create a show for Jamie. I'll create my own show, thank you. I'll get my own show. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, really. Jumping jellyfish. Yes, I ain't going to mess around. I'm not waiting for somebody else to create the opportunities for me. You've got to create the opportunities for yourself, ladies and gents. So, what we are going to do at the end of my knowledge bombs today is we are going to do a QA. and a So if you do have any burning questions whatsoever, please comment. And as soon as I finish rabbiting on for the next 20 odd minutes, I will answer some of your questions. But what I wanted to present to you today is my 10 top tips for surviving lockdown 2.0. Have we got something that we can do as a... Yeah, there. Boom. Oh, That's not really, that's not a good one. Let's have a look. Um, there we go. Wow. There we go. So let me, let me do that one again. So ladies and gents, just pretend I didn't do that last bit, okay? So ladies and gents, it is now time for the special part of my morning show, and I'm going to be giving you 10 top tips on how to survive lockdown 2.0. Wow! There we go. That is so much better. So what are my top 10 survival tips? Well, here they are. Number one, we're going we're to kickstart with number one, and it is permanent thinking, okay? Permanent thinking. What on earth is permanent thinking? Now, I coined this phrase last time we were in lockdown. And one of the main reasons that I I coined this phrase was because so many people weren't adopting permanent thinking. They were waiting for the government. They were waiting for circumstances to change. So they're like, ugh, gyms are closed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till gyms open again so I can then go back and exercise and feel good. No! The way that permanent thinking works is what you need to imagine yourself is the circumstance that happens tomorrow, lockdown, is permanent, okay? Permanent. The gyms are never opening again. You can never go out again. What would you do if that was the case? And it's adopting a permanent mentality. What would you do? Well, you'd have to find a way of exercising at home, so you'd have to adapt to your surroundings. You'll no longer get to see people, so you have to create routines where you get that interaction with people. And although it's not permanent, as soon as you adopt a permanent thinking strategy towards the things that you're doing, you can get back to doing the things and achieving the things that you want to do. And then when things do go back to normal, you can then go back to your normal things. So guess what? A lot of people are in lockdown, the gyms are closed, pubs are closed, restaurants are closed. What are you gonna do? What would you do if they were no longer ever open again? You'd have to find alternatives. Find those alternatives today. Don't wait for a month to change those alternatives, okay? Okay? What's that? Ah, Mr. David. Thank you very much. For, for those of you that don't know, Mr. David is in the house and he's smiling because David's got a really bad habit. For, for those of you who don't know, uh, David's just come into my garden, knocked on my window and given me something in a in a in a white wrapper. Now that sounds really, really dodgy, I know, but David's got a bad problem. He doesn't live too far from Greg's and he always, he has a thing for yum-yums. The only thing about yum-yums is they come in twos, okay, and he only eats one. So whenever I go in the office in the morning, I there's a yum-yum and I've been getting into the yum-yum habit. It's probably a bad habit anyway, but... They're only about 200 and something calories, and it's not too bad. And I asked him yesterday, I know you're at the office. You've probably got your two yum-yums there. Can you get me one? And guess what? He dropped off a yum-yum today. So thank you, David, and up yours as well, because that's really not going to help when my movement is limited whilst in lockdown. Anyway, let's get back to our how to survive. Um, I should add a number 11 on how to survive um, lockdown 2.0 and that is don't let people deliver you yum-yums to your garden, okay? That's, that's probably another important one I should have added. So permanent thinking, ladies and gents. Don't wait to go back to normal. Make this your new normal so you can carry on progressing with the things that you want to do, okay? So the next one, number two. Number two is to have a lockdown protocol. Okay, a lockdown protocol. What on earth is a lockdown protocol, Jamie? Well, look at it like this. The first lockdown, I had to go out and buy a load of gym equipment, okay? So I bought a bench, I um, have I bought a TRX, and I, whatever I could get my hands on, I got. And then what happened is when the gyms open, I stopped using that equipment, so I put it back in the garage. What a lockdown protocol is, is that you should have the ability to pivot pretty quick when something like this might next happen. I was in the British Army for seven years, okay? And we used to have what's called two hours notice to move. And what two hours notice to move was, was if anything kicks off in the world, we need to be able to get ready to go wherever it is in two hours, okay? So in order to be able to get on, in order to be able to be on two hours notice to move, you had to have everything ready just in case it happens. So it might never happen, and in the six months that I was on two hours notice to move, it never happened. But if it did, I wouldn't have any stress and anxiety because my bags would be packed, things would be prepped, and all I need to do is whack it on my Land Rover, drive up to the plane, and head wherever in the world I needed to be. Now, the trouble with a lot of people getting anxiety and stress and overwhelm in the lockdown period is that they haven't got a lockdown protocol. What, what is it? It can be whatever it is that you need to do to make yourself continue to be healthier, happier, fitter and stronger during a lockdown period. What it could be is when lockdown does finish in December, write down the things that you need in lockdown. So it could be exercise equipment. It could be a lots, lots of different things that you wouldn't normally use in normal life but if you were unable to get them you can use them as alternatives so for example once things came back to normal about you know normal two or three weeks ago you should have been investing in gym equipment you should have been investing in things like board games and other other things that become more difficult potentially to get when you know things are scarce stocking up on a few toilet rolls, you know, this kind of drama. But then when shit does hit the fan, you're fine. Because rather than go to the gym now, you just get and dig out your gym equipment from the garage, and then you set up your lockdown gym. So it's preparing for the worst. Even though the worst might not happen, even though it has at the moment, you're fine. And the amount of stress and anxiety that that takes out is absolutely cool. Because you go, hey... It happens, cool. Lockdown protocol activated. And then you just get into your normal lockdown routine until that changes. So once we're out of this lockdown period, okay? Once we're out of it, start thinking, if this was to happen again next year, what things would I need in place now to avoid the stress and anxiety? And there's lots of different things that you can do to that. And I've just started to do more of this kind of stuff now I'll give you a random example of a kind of a lockdown period or you know being able to see into the future better to stop stress and anxiety i'm I'm shit at anniversary and birthday cards okay horrendous anna my wife she's very much a card person I'm not and I always forget an anniversary card and sometimes I have to go out on on her birthday to get a birthday card I know not I'm not going to win any husband of the year trophies but Okay, a big but is just because it's her birthday doesn't mean I need to get a card on a birthday. Just because it's our anniversary doesn't mean I need to get a card on our anniversary. And if I know I'm shit at something like that, it's about preparing for it. So last birthday, what I did is I went into the card shop and I didn't just buy one birthday card, I bought five. I didn't just buy one anniversary card, I bought five. So I bought 10 cards. 10. 10. And what I did is have a smile on my face because for the next five years, I'm not going to have the anxiety and stress of having to drive to uh, a corner shop or a Tesco's or or insert uh, places that sell cards to get those cards. So I'm sorted for five years doing a habit which I was going to do anyway. So to pick an extra 10 cards for a, for, a, for a male only takes 30 more seconds. I've sorted a problem for five years unless, unless I, I lose all the cards. So it's important to put them in a safe place and I have put them in a safe place, I think. So start having these things in your life. If, if something's causing anxiety and overwhelm, anticipate that for the next time it might happen so it doesn't happen. Simple as that. Done. Okay, done. Moonpig. So, Debbie said something about Moonpig, and I've got a funny story about Moonpig. Do you want to hear it? Of course you do. So, two years ago, I got Anna a Christmas card from Moonpig. A Christmas card from Moonpig. And once again, she had a go at me at Christmas because I didn't get her a card. And I swore to her, swore to her that I did get her a card. I ordered it on Moonpig, and for some reason, it didn't arrive. It did arrive, May the May the 13th it arrived. I had a letter from Royal Mail on May the 13th, apologizing that my Christmas card was a bit late and it got lost in the post. So I was jumping for joy, not the fact that my card came, but the fact that I could prove to my wife that I did get her a Christmas card and it was only five months late. So. Even getting moon pig and even organising things that don't take that long can produce problems. I'd rather buy up in bulk and of course that is a great tip, but also think about this. Gym equipment is going to be difficult to get at the moment. It probably is because everyone wants it. So what I would do is two things. The next time this lockdown gets lifted, don't just buy equipment for yourself Buy three or four sets of equipment, because it's going to go up in price if this happens again. So there you go, okay? Supply and demand. Make a business out of it. So that is my number two, ladies and gents. Number three, most importantly during this lockdown period, number three is to set yourself non-negotiables. Things that you write down, and as a non-negotiable, you must do. Some of the things that I highly recommend, if you're not in self-isolation, is to commit to getting 10,000 steps in a day. Commit to drinking two litres of water. A lot of people get dehydrated. Excuse me one second. A lot of people get dehydrated in winter. Because in summer, it's you're, you sweat, you get thirsty, and you hydrate. A lot of people do get dehydrated in summer, but... When it's hot, you've got the signal to to your body and your brain that you need to drink more water. Because it's cold outside, people don't and they get dehydrated. So make sure that you are hydrating. So 10,000 steps a day should be your non-negotiable. Two liters of water a day should be your non-negotiable. And you should have a non-negotiable to exercise or at least get a sweat on, okay? See some sweat three times a week. More is better. But what I would highly recommend doing as a non-negotiable, set something realistic, okay? If you say, right, I'm gonna do five gym sessions or five sweat sessions um, a week and you only do four, you'll feel like you failed. But if you commit to doing three and you do four, not only have you ticked the box, but you've surpassed what you've set yourself. And it's not about setting the bar low and saying, well, Jamie, I'm just going to I'm just gonna say I'm going to do one sweat session, and if I do two, then that's a bonus. No, because you've got to be realistic to what it is that you do. If you are a, a hardcore gym goer that never misses a home workout, then yeah, maybe set yourself to do one every single day as a non-negotiable. But if you're not, set yourself three. That is going to be my non-negotiable. Um, set myself three. Another non-negotiable, and this is where it's about building habits and habit hacking, is... I'm gonna commit to doing as many pull-ups a day in sets of five as I can. Now, you might have already seen a video which I posted on my Instagram of Archer doing pull-ups and me doing pull-ups. I actually have a pull-up bar in the kitchen, okay? It's set up between the kitchen and the lounge door. It's, I'm five foot 11 and a half, and the, the height of the bar is about five foot nine. So, if I'm not careful, I bash my head on the pull-up bar. I've bashed, it's been up for 12 hours and I've bashed my head three times. Should I remove the pull-up bar? No, because the bash on the head reminds me of two things. One, duck when you get into the kitchen, which is gonna take a few more painful hits to realize. And two, when you do get slightly concussed by the pull-up bar, do five pull-ups. And whenever I walk past the pull-up bar, I'm gonna do five pull-ups now because I obviously probably go to the toilet a few times a day. I go into the living room. I go into my um, my old uh, office, etc., etc. I'm probably walking past the bar about twenty times a day, without fail. I probably walk past that bar twenty times a day. So if I commit to doing five pull-ups every time I pass that bar, there's a huge chance that I'm gonna be smashing out a hundred pull-ups a day. 100 pull-ups a day. So if we compound that, 700 pull-ups a week, I could be doing thousands of pull-ups during lockdown, all because I've got a painful reminder that the bar's up, and I've just set a non-negotiable of whenever I walk past the pull-up bar to do five pull-ups. That's going to see some massive gains, okay? So think about different things that you can do with your fitness, okay? It doesn't necessarily need to be three home workouts. It could be non-negotiables. It could be every time you walk through a certain door, you've got to do five push-ups. If you're focusing on building your chest, okay, uh, ladies and gents, uh, commit whenever you walk through a door to do five push-ups. Before you go to bed, commit to doing 50 push-ups. That's what I do. I always do 50 push-ups before I go to bed. Don't don't ask me why, but as soon as I go into my bathroom, I always do 50 push-ups before I brush my teeth. Great habit to do because it helps with Development, there's a um, strength and conditioning coach called Sa- uh, Pavel Satsulin and what he calls it is greasing the groove, okay? If you've got a weak point, if you've got a weak body point that you want to get better, it's not always about hitting the gym with it. It's about increasing volume through that muscle over time and the best way of increasing volume over time in a group is body weight exercises that you are consistently doing every single day. You know, 10 air squats, might not sound a lot, but over a year, that could have a significant impact on your lower body strength. That's gonna help your joints, that's probably gonna help your mobility, it's gonna be really, really beneficial for you to do. Okay, and it's something that I always say, small things done consistently equate to big results. So, when it comes to the lockdown period, make sure that you have set yourself some non-negotiables. Uh, number four, accountability okay? Something that, of course, that I have on at the moment is my six-week Santa Shred programme. That is massive accountability. We've got daily check-ins, we've got daily journals, we've got lots of things there to hold yourself accountable. Now, if you didn't sign up to my Santa Shred, what the fuck? Why didn't you? What's wrong with you? Um, But if you did, that's great. And if you didn't, okay? If you didn't, (laughs) then... um, Set yourself some accountability. It doesn't necessarily need to be a program. It could be something that you reach out to your mates and go, hey, do you want to do a challenge? Okay, And there's lots of different ideas that you can have with this. You can speak to your friends and you could uh, join Strava. You could do some step challenges. You could do some running challenges. You could do some push-up challenges. Put a little bit of skin in the game, of course. um, If you you all chuck in a tenner, That's gonna keep you motivated and the winner takes all. Come up with some things that are gonna keep you accountable but also have that community element and uh, make you feel like you're doing something with this lockdown time. So number five, I think this is really important one with this lockdown 2.0, opportunity. Now I mentioned this on, on Monday about opportunity. So many people will be wasting their time, okay? Wasting their time on complaining, on moaning, on whinging, on arguing online and not looking at the opportunities that are available for you to improvise, adapt and overcome. As I've already said, you know, I I look at being in self-isolation for the next two weeks or I've got eight days left as an opportunity, an opportunity to do these uh, daily lockdown lives. An opportunity to look at anything that happens considerably bad, you know, in inverted commas, to my life as a good thing. Um, as I spoke about on Monday, there is a Latin quote called amor, uh, amor fati, which stands for the love of fate. And it's to appreciate everything that happens to you in, to you in your life, good things and bad things, because there is lessons to be learned from everything. And if you expect everything in your life to be all rosing, singing and dancing, you're sadly mistaken. Now, during this pandemic period, there are people that are surviving. But there are also people that are thriving. Thriving! And the people that are thriving are the people that have adapted to the changes, have looked at the opportunities, and they've pivoted. And some people are still sitting there with their thumb up their ass, waiting for something to happen. It's not. It's up to you to do something. And if you look at everything as an opportunity, both good and bad, you will grow from it. So there is an abundance of opportunity. You know, I speak to a lot of gym owners, okay? A lot of gym owners that are like, oh, my gym's closed down. I'm going to spend and waste hours writing to the government telling them to keep gyms open. That's nice. That might happen. But the chances are it probably won't. So instead of, instead of spending days and days of energy and time trying to change people's minds, spend that energy and time serving your customers, serving your clients, giving value to the world and thinking of different ways that you can pivot and change to, to create opportunities and to progress with what it is that you're doing. As I said, adopt that permanent uh, thought process. Something that I said to gyms: I'm like, hey, you can no longer do spinning classes. How many spin bikes have you got? How many spin bikes? 20 spin bikes, okay. Why are you not messaging your members and saying, hey, who wants to rent a spin bike, okay, for the lockdown period? It's 100 quid, and as part of that 100 quid, we're going to be putting on three or four um, live spin Zoom sessions. So we'll deliver the spin bike to your house, you pay us 100 quid, that 100 quid will um, solve the rental, okay, the rental of the bike, plus we'll give you an on-demand service for Zooms to use the spinning bike with our personal trainers. How does that sound? Sounds fucking good. 100 times 100, 10,000 pounds, thank you. Right, that's spin bikes done. How about dumbbells? How many dumbbells you got? Fucking 10 sets, cool. Right, do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna rent out our dumbbells now. What we're gonna do is we're gonna speak to our members, we're gonna speak to non-members. We're gonna be delivering dumbbells to people and we're gonna be doing some dumbbell workout classes three times a week, okay? How much, you see where I'm coming at? Like, a quote which I love is people don't want a six-inch drill bit. They want a six-inch hole, okay? So if you want a six-inch hole in the wall, you have to go and buy a six-inch drill bit. But you wouldn't care about the drill bit. All you care about is getting that hole in the wall. And what you have to understand when it comes to the gym and fitness, yes, the gym is a great place to be. Yes, you can get away from it all. But what's the main reason that we go to the gym? To get healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger. Okay, the gym is just a tool to get to there, just as much as the six inch drill bit is a tool to produce the six inch hole. So what we need to think about doing, ladies and gents, is go, how can we create a different tool to get the hole? And that is being able to bring the things that you have, such as your gym facility and your spin bikes and your, and your, and your, and your dumbbells and that, bring them to the people. If your restaurant's closed, Bring the food to the people, do deliveries, do specials, do like eat, like Zoom evenings where people can make their own steaks and like if you have a bar, why aren't you delivering cocktails to people on a Friday and doing Zoom cocktail parties? You know, think outside the fucking box. Don't sit there with your phone up your eyes going, no, I had to close improvise, adapt, use this noggin of yours, okay, you've got one because you have a business, okay, you, you were the the 1% of people that decided to go off on their own and, and take the risk and build a life for yourself, use that fucking brain of yours and use it to good, think outside the box and think actually this is an opportunity to make even more money, to actually serve my customers and clients even more, There's so many examples of this over the lockdown period, okay? So opportunity, it's bloody everywhere at the moment, okay? Six emotional needs, okay? I wasn't going to get too bloody deep into this, but once you understand that human beings have six needs and they all need to be balanced out, you pretty much will understand the things that you're lacking in your life and the things that you need to work on. Okay, there are six emotional needs, I've, I've, I've written them down here in case I've forgotten. There is certainty, there is uncertainty slash variety, there is significance, there is love and connection, there is growth and there's contribution. These are six things that we need in our lives to feel good, okay? Certainty, we need certainty in our, not, in our lives, okay? We need to know that we're on the right path and we're doing the right things, Okay? And what happens during a pandemic period is that we get too much uncertainty. So we need to do things that cause us to get that certainty back. And I will tell you some good things that will get certainty back. Exercising, eating healthfully, not drinking alcohol. You know, all the things that you probably don't want to do during a lockdown period, but you need to do. And it adds to my quote, motivation is doing things when you feel like doing it. Discipline is doing things regardless of how you feel. So we need to get that certainty. Don't get bad certainty. Okay, what do I mean by bad certainty? The reason that people argue on the internet, the reason that people blame the government, the reason that people blame others, is because they get certainty in their lives. Oh, it's a conspiracy. I feel better because it's getting you certainty that it's not your fault, it's somebody else's. Okay, and that makes you feel good because you're blaming somebody else for the situation. Not understanding that everyone's in this fucking situation. So get a good level of certainty, but also too much certainty in your life and you get bored, okay? If everything, like, if I gave you everything you ever desired in the world, in your life, it would only be a matter of time before you fucking hated it, okay? One of the cool things about getting uncertainty is our desire and our work towards more certainty, okay? Okay? So don't ever wish for everything ever to happen in everything in your life, okay? Something that I've always said is if I gave you the body of your dreams and you woke up the next day, you wouldn't wouldn't have it for very long for two reasons. One, you didn't know how you got it. And two, you don't know how to maintain it, okay? Don't wish for things on a plate. Work for things because when you get the things, you'd have worked hard for them so you'll know not only how to get them but how to maintain them. And if you haven't got them yet, it's because you haven't figured out how to get it. And a lesson will repeat itself until it is learned. So you have not yet learned the lessons to become knowledgeable to maintain it and have that and keep that. And that is as simple as so many things in life. Okay, Look at things as, why haven't I got that yet? It's because you haven't learned enough lessons or you're not willing to open your ears and eyes enough to understand that it is within your grasp. It is within everyone's grasp. But you need to be patient. Be persistent, and if you are willing to be open and aware, it will come to you, okay? A bit woo-woo, should get some joss sticks and light up, but it's true. Variety, uncertainty, we need uncertainty in our lives, okay? We need to get that feeling of unknown, it's exciting. You know, imagine, like, a great example of uncertainty is a roller coaster. Okay, the reason that roller coasters are so exciting is we don't know what the fuck's going to happen, Okay, and this is why when you go on a roller coaster the second time, it's not as scary because you know you've got more certainty. Two certainties: one that you're going to come off and you're not going to die, and two you know where the corners and turns are. You know where to brace and where the scary bits are, so you can anticipate that. And anticipation once again is an exciting emotion. But life is like a, I, gonna, uh, I didn't mean to quote a Ronan Keating song, by the way. Okay, I did not. Do not associate me and Ronan Keating, but life is like a roller coaster, okay? Because we don't know where the turns are, we don't know, we've got lots of anticipation and there's lots of uncertainty. But we need it in our life because the reason that we go on roller coasters is because they're fucking exciting. So if you're not looking at life as a roller coaster, you're not realizing that life is an exciting fucking mess and it's great. It's fucking brilliant. That's why you should enjoy the ups and downs. We're in a lockdown. Great. It's only four weeks of our lives. Who gives a shit? We're going to be telling our great, great grandkids this in about 30, 40 years' time. And go, well, in my day, we had a lockdown and we weren't allowed to go outside. And, and And your grandkids are going, what the fuck are you on about? No one goes outside anymore. We've all got VR headsets going like this. Okay? So don't worry about that. Too much... Um, uncertainty though, as you can tell from the lockdown period, ladies and gents, leaves to overwhelm, leads to anxiety, These you going, oh, I don't know what's going to go, on, oh, I don't know what's happening. Okay, so we need to get the right balance of the two. They, they both fall on the same scale. That's uncertainty, that's certainty. Too much that way, we're bored as fuck. Too much this way, we're overwhelmed and we have anxiety. And what we need to do is try and get a nice balance of uncertainty and certainty in our lives. So if you are feeling bored start doing a bit more uncertain things start having more excitement but if you are feeling overwhelmed and anxiety start getting some certainty back in your life and as I always said good levels of certainty okay don't start blaming others don't start arguing with people don't start um, burning down 5G bloody towers okay the good certainty is exercise okay control what goes in this ah okay it's not easy, I'm not saying it's easy. Nothing in life worth having is, but you you control these things. I like to call them fast cake hands, okay? They sometimes have a mind of their own, but you do control them. You can just put the hands down, okay? If you need to duct tape them, duct tape them, but you are in control and that will get some certainty back. The next two, okay? Significance and love and connection, okay? Significance. We like to have status. We like to feel that we're working towards things. We like to know that we're getting respect of our peers. Okay, We like to beat on our craft and know that we're becoming good at something because this gives us confidence. This gives us self-esteem. And the other thing is love and connection. Okay, We need human bonding. We need communication. This is what makes the lockdown so difficult. It's because we don't get to see our family and friends. We don't get to see our loved ones. This is something that we feel sometimes is missing but these are both on the same scale okay love and connection is there and significance is there and too much of each one is bad for you okay too much significance and this is a mistake that i made in 2016 you are on a one man army domination world domination plan okay and the trouble with that is you become selfish okay you come looking after number one and you can achieve great things looking after number one but you will end up leaving people that you care about uh, by away because love and significance is here, and the further you go up this uh, sorry love and connection is here, and the further you go up that significant line, the further away that you're going to get love and connection. And no one wants to be a lonely millionaire. Okay, no one wants to be a lonely successful person. No one wants to be the number one at something in the world and have no one around them that cares. On the same scale, love and connection. If you are just all family person, lovey dovey, spending every hour with your wife and kids, okay, you become dependable on others. And that's all very well and good, but the further that you go into the lovey dovey love and connection and bonding and spending too much time with people that you care about, you lose yourself, okay? As Eminem said, you lose yourself in the music, the moment you want it, never let it go, go, go. Okay, you need to have some level of significance. You need to care for people, but you need to have your own fucking life too. Okay, you need to have independence. You can't serve others from an empty vessel and the longer that you spend caring for others, if you spend all your time caring for others, you're not going to be caring for yourself. You're not going to have that significance. You're not going to feel like you're, you know, you might feel that your life has meaning for caring for people, but then you rely on them too much for your happiness. Okay, and no one's going to give you happiness apart from you. So make sure that you've got a good balance of being significant, doing things that are going to make you feel good, beating on your talents, have skills that you can bring to the world. But also give a shit about people. And they're both on the same scale. Uh, Number five is growth. Okay, As I said, beating on your craft, growth. We want to see that we are levelling up. Okay, Um, There's a great book, one of my favourites, called Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Brilliant book. But we want to feel that we're going towards something, okay? Um, Cybernetics, I believe it's a Latin word or something like that, which means on a path somewhere. And this is so important because one of the analogies in the books talks about a bike, okay? A bike analogy. When a bike is stationary, and this is what people are like, when a bike is stationary, it's wobbly as fuck. But when it's got movement in the right direction, it's easier to steer. And that's like you. If you are stationary at the moment, you're like a bicycle. You're fucking wobbly. And what you need is momentum. Because as soon as you've got momentum, your life is easier to steer. So we want to see growth in our life. And contribution. You are valued in this world based on... Sorry, you are rewarded in this world based on the value that you put into it. Okay? Okay. What you should be doing is waking up in the morning thinking, what can I give to the world today? Instead of going, what can I take from the world today? And you will thrive in this pandemic period when you wake up in service. When you wake up and think, what can I do for others? Look at this. Lockdown live. Okay. I'm going over the 45 minutes, which I said. But it's important. Okay. It's very important to me because I am giving back every single morning and it fires me fucking up. Okay. Fires me up. Gets me focused for the day. I'm going to have a fantastic day today because I feel like I've contributed to the world. Hopefully, fingers crossed, okay? So these are the six needs that we need as human beings. We need certainty. We need uncertainty and variety. We need significance. We need love and connection. But all of those work in balance with each other, okay? And growth and contribution. So there we have it. That is the six emotional uh, needs that we need. The four P's of business. Um... I am um, rabbiting on quite a lot, but something that I talk about with with, with business, and there's a lot of businesses in trouble at the moment, and it's something that I've already um, harped on about. Four P's of business for me. First P is passion, okay? What are you passionate about? Second P is people. Who are those people that you serve based on the thing that you're passionate about? Um, Third P is problem, okay? What problem can you solve for those people that you're passionate about helping? And then finally, number four is product. What uh, A business is based on solving problems, and you solve problems with products. So what products can you create to solve the problems for the people that you're passionate about helping? And once you understand those four, it doesn't matter if your business is closed on Thursday, tomorrow, because if you're passionate about what it is that you're doing, you serve the people, you solve their problems, and you have enough products to do that, You won't struggle with business. So that is quick oversight of my four Ps business. That is a lot of what I do with my TrainerMind and FitPro guys. um, And we we do delve pretty deep on that on my TrainerMind Pro. Um, Number eight, no one cares. No one cares. Here's the thing that people can look at of being the wrong thing. I actually had somebody, and if you are watching this, I do apologise. It's not aimed at you. Um, it's just an understanding of something. I had somebody who was going to join my Santa Shred, but the reason that they didn't want to join is because we have an amazing Facebook group and they didn't want to create a Facebook page or they didn't want to create a Facebook profile because they didn't want to have anything to do with Mark Zuckerberg. So in my head, the reason that you're not joining something that's going to make you healthier, happier, fitter and stronger and give you certainty is because you don't want to give something to somebody who doesn't care. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't know your name. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't really care in the grand scheme of things if that one person doesn't join. The only person that it hinders is them. What are you not giving to Mark Zuckerberg? I spoke to another person who said that they're not going to buy anything from Amazon because they don't want to line the pocket of Jeff Bezos. What? And, and it just reminded me of this, okay? And this is another kind of meme. Up the top, this is this kind of thinking, okay? This is this kind of thinking. Right, I'm driving along on my bike. Number two, right, I'm not going to give Mark Zuckerberg my email address. I'm not gonna give Jeff Bezos my money. And what happens is they're fine. They're billionaires, they're they're gonna be trillionaires. Yet you're the one that's sitting on on the floor holding your knee, falling off the bike. Because actually what you're doing is you're self-sabotaging your progress because of something that doesn't matter. And if you don't want to give Jeff Bezos money, if you don't want to give Mark Zuckerberg money, then why don't you go and buy some Amazon and Facebook shares? That's what I've done. And guess what? That means that with their success, you get success because Facebook and Amazon shares pay dividends. Plus, they're on the growth. So when you're investing money in it, not only are you getting more money back, you are benefiting from their success. So if you don't want to give them money, give the, take some shares in. Simple as that. And I have I bought something a long time ago, ladies and gents. When you understand that nobody cares, look, your business might be crumbling, the gym might be closed. There's there's lots of shit that's going to be happening in your life, always. And because of that, what I've decided to do, and this is I bought this a long time ago on Amazon. I actually bought this on Amazon. Uh, I'm just going to zoom in here because it's important. Where, where, where can I zoom in? Let I me mean, zoom in, Jamie. Where are we? I can't find the button now. Where's the settings? I oh, know. You just have to. You just have to as, uh, assume that. Where are we? I can't. There we go. up oh, no. wait, wait. Where are we? I can't find it. Anyway, this, ladies and gents, I bought on Amazon. It is the world's smallest violin, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this just for you. Okay, for you who has got lots of problems in your life is sad because your business is failing, your relationships are going everywhere, okay? Here it is. I'll just do that one more time for you. Ready? Beautiful. So ladies and gents, that is the world's smallest violin. Playing just for you because no one cares okay and that shouldn't annoy you that should inspire and motivate you because shit's happened to you what are you going to do now okay are you going to sit around whinge and moan and complain and blame or are you going to pivot and change and grow 2012 I was in Kenya okay I was in Kenya just landed in Kenya I had a phone call from my London office and the phone call was this Jamie, uh, we're going to have to let you go. Um, your services are no longer needed. And I was like, fuck, thanks. I've just put all of my savings into a very expensive mortgage with my wife eight years ago, and now I don't have a job. I have no money. I have £800 pounds in the bank. I'm flying back from Kenya with no job, no clue of what I'm doing. But do you know one thing I did know? No one cares. No one gives a shit. So what do I need to do? I need to stop feeling sorry for myself and start thinking of ways to change this and because of the circumstance that I was in and the knowledge that no one cared, I got off my arse, I decided to follow my passion and dream and become a personal trainer and the rest ladies and gents is history. I followed my passion, I worked my bloody bollocks off, I put 16,000 pound on a credit card, I borrowed my dad's bike because I couldn't afford a car, and I cycled up to the studio, wind, rain, or shine, to make my dream happen. Okay, and if you have been given a, a fucking curveball during this pandemic period, stop whinging or feeling sorry for yourself. Because I'll, I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring my very small violin out again, and I will play the song for you. Crack on, okay. We, we have technology, we have iPhones, we've got YouTube, you can learn anything for free these days. What you need to do is become less distracted to focus and write down what things do you wanna do with your life and go and fucking do them. Life is too short and no one's got time to care about what you can or can't do. The only time that they will is when you get up off your feet, you focus on the things that you wanna do with your life and you go and do them. And if you have that mentality of no one cares, then you will be motivated to follow a life on your terms, okay? And it is possible for anyone. If moi, somebody, can do it, who failed nearly all of his GCSEs, and the only reason I joined the army is I probably would have gone to prison, um, then anybody can do it, okay? So take that mentality of no one cares. A view from above, okay? A lot of things might feel overwhelming at the moment. But whenever this is a stoicism thing, and I always look at it from a view from above. And what does a view from above mean? I think it just realises of how insignificant your problems actually are. Okay, you're getting concerned, you're getting overwhelmed. And then this happens. Look, this is the world. This is the world in which we live in. Okay, what we got here? Where's your problems? Your problems down there somewhere. Keep, Keep your eye on there. Keep your eye on your problems. Where is it? What's it? You've lost your job. I can't hear you, mate. You've lost you. Where, where are you gone? Where are you gone? Oh. Oh, my God. Look at the size of this galaxy. Look, we're going some light years away. Where's Earth now? Where's your problems? Where are they gone? We're going thousands of years through space. Look at the size of this place. Look, we're going through... We're going through galaxies now. Where's your problems now? Where are they? So this is, where, where are we? At? Oh yeah, this is the ed- I believe this is the edge of the Milky Way. Okay, so we're out of the Milky Way. Where are your problems now? So we're spinning around in the galaxy now. We are thousands, hundreds of thousands of light years away. These These stars have been around millions of years before you were born, billions. We're going back, we're going through space now. Look, the vast array of space. And time. And do you know what that shows you, ladies and gents? You are literally a speck of dust that doesn't matter at all. You're, you are a blip. You are not even a, a single energy calorie in the grander scheme of things. So stop getting concerned about little fucking problems. Okay, you are a, we're a tiny blue dot on a little planet going thousands and thousands of miles through an abundance of space. And you have so little time, you've got about 80 years on this planet to, to actually have meaning and life and you're getting caught up in like in, in what somebody said on Instagram. Who gives a fucking shit? No one cares. Okay, so always adopt this mentality of review from above. Look at your problems from 100 foot in the air. Look at your problems from 1,000 feet in the air. Look at your problems from the moon. Look at your problems from the Milky Way. And, and then you kind of realise that they're not that bad. Okay? Chill out. Okay? Mandy will get over it. Or John John will, you know, get a shit on. Okay? Whatever. Who cares? Okay? Always adopt that mentality. It helps me a lot. Um, and the final one, ladies and ten- uh, la- Ladies and tents... Ladies and tents, I didn't know tents could tune into a Facebook Live, but I'll finish with this one. Self-awareness is key, okay? If you are not a person that writes shit down, start writing shit down. But something that I have done for you as a very special thing is I have created a little daily journal for you. So if you look in the comments section, you'll see that I've posted a link to a daily journal. And I'm going to be posting that every single day. And it's just going to ask you some questions. And I want you to review yesterday how your mood was, how your health was, how, how your happiness was. And if you can do this every single day, I guarantee if you commit to doing it every day for a week, your life will get better. You'll feel better. Okay? So make sure that you're clicking on the link in the comment section. It's a little um, a little journal to get you... Letting down your thoughts, and I'll be emailing it to you too. So make sure that you're clicking on that link in the comments, ladies and gents. This is the first Lockdown Live. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty damn good. And uh, I'm going to be with you every single morning during lockdown. So we're going into lockdown tomorrow. You're going to be seeing more of me every single morning. I really hope that you enjoyed this very first Lockdown Live. Next week, I have a massive lineup of guests that are going to be um, jumping on, having a bit of a 30-minute chat, and I'm very excited for the start of this new Lockdown Live show. So thank you ever so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you did, ladies and gents, I asked you to do one thing. Please share this. So if you are watching this now and you have watched it to the end, thank you. But please share. Share, share, share. Get more people this. I want this daily show to really get some traction, um, get some eyes on because my focus during this lockdown is to keep you entertained, keep you motivated and keep you smiling. That is it from me. Have a fantastic Wednesday, ladies and gents. And I will catch you on Lockdown Live tomorrow. At 830 a.m thank you ever so much for tuning in none of you people music.
0: can tell me to my town my crown we know what it takes to be reaching the top we're reaching the top we're reaching the top, reaching the top. we know what it takes to be